Welcome to Out of the Crossfire, the PlayStation podcast from the Out of Lives Network. I'm Ben Noda, and joining me, not quite as always, because he missed one, it's Mr. Dave Wyatt. Only one's not bad, though. That's pretty good, man. That's I've good. been away for like three weeks. I popped back very briefly and then went yep. away again. It's not too bad. No, it's good. It's good. How was the wedding, honeymoon, holiday? Uh, I've got serious post-holiday blues. I can imagine. I'm majorly depressed. And I come back, <laughs> the sky, the morning I wake up after coming back, the sky is yellow. The sun yep. is red and I'm like, it's just it's the end times. Like, <laughs> the universe is feeling how I feel right now. Like, fuck it, should have stayed there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was um, It was amazing. Had the best time ever. Good. Uh, I managed to not have my wedding cancelled like thousands of other people did. Uh, I missed that by about five hours. So that was good. Really? Did you did you see that on the news? I did see that. I did. So, so like I got married at St Paul's Bay on the Friday and then on the Saturday a news story started going around that a wedding couple, which wasn't us, I should definitely point out, a wedding couple took an inappropriate photo mm-hmm. on the steps of the chapel we married at and the retaliation from the Greek um Orthodox churches it's Greek Orthodox, isn't it? That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, was to ban all foreign weddings indefinitely which is insane because i read it that makes up about 90 percent of their weddings yeah and uh this isn't just you know it's almost like a revolving door of weddings there because there was a wedding finishing as we we arrived and then as Mm. we were leaving another wedding arrived there's you know it's not just one or two they have like 12 a day yeah so yeah, um, I can't see it sticking this band because of the money, but God, the, you know, the, how lucky we are, because <laughs> otherwise we would have been, I just don't know what you'd do, so, yeah. No, man, I suppose you just have to see the what the, the couple who uh, took the photo do to try and stem the tide of other couples being very angry at them. Um, well, their response in the paper was, I think people, it was just a joke, perhaps they shouldn't take it so seriously. Which probably not the best thing to say. Like, Maybe not. I'm sure when they took that photo, they did not expect it to get like out of hand like that. But at the same time, you know, the, the Greek—they're they're very religious there. You know, there yep. are little chapels and monasteries everywhere, and and they take it quite seriously. You know, a normal person would have some respect for for uh, you know religious grounds and things. It's just boggles my mind. Boggles my mind. But yeah, but this is a PlayStation podcast, not Dave's wedding podcast, so... Uh. It is, it is. We shall jump into the PlayStation news, I imagine, probably now, because you've been away. You probably haven't played anything, have you? Ah, well, they were, that's why you'd be wrong. Oh! Uh, since getting back, I've done nothing but play. Okay. Uh, I, I actually, because my Destiny period has passed, I think. Mm. I think mean, having a two-week break and coming back and thinking, you know, my, my characters are uh, all 304. Mm-hmm. And so grinding for that last light level is is about fifty hours of just wow. But it's like it, it's not even a case of I have a goal now. It is a case of luck, and mm. I can't be doing that sort of frustration. I'm happy at three oh four to wait now until the next expansion. So I actually dived back into Wildlands. Oh, nice. Which up until Destiny two came out was, <laughs> believe it or not, my game of the year because the multiplayer is just that much fun. Yeah, yeah. My little brother he he just picked it up and wanted to play with someone, so I jumped online and I just don't get why that game didn't wasn't as highly regarded as I highly. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Mm. I mean, it has its graphical glitches and it's not the prettiest game. And you know, some of the missions are a bit repetitive, but the freedom involved in choosing how you're going to tackle the mission and 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 when things go wrong the the chaos that ensues is just it's a proper blast yeah it's so good it's so much fun um on the contrast we also played gta 5 online and that game is still a mess like (laughs) i know we regard gta 5 as one of the greatest games of all time and it is and gta online is is fantastic especially with all the free updates but my god the loading on that game and the mm. faffing about just trying to get a match together for things, it's just, it's its such a shame. And I hope Rockstar look at that and think, right, we've done that with GTA V, let's do something completely different with Red Dead 2. Oh, hopefully, man. Hopefully it'll oh, be very different. Red Dead different. Redemption 2, sorry. Red Dead mm. 3, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. Yes. RDR 2. I don't want to upset anyone. 
but yeah so no I did get some gaming in very little nice very little nice man good good did you uh, I don't think you were about during the Wildlands free PvP beta weekend were you no no I, I haven't had a chance to jump into that yet I think it's out now though isn't it I'm not sure. That's what I was going to ask. I'm pretty it, sure it launched either like Friday gone or or at some point this week. It's definitely because I saw the option when I logged in last night. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't because uh, my my brother's like brand new to the game, not played mm-hmm. it before. He wanted to get to grips with the uh, you know mechanics before we jumped yep. into Ghost Wars. I think it's called. What's funny is um, he wanted to get to grips with the mechanics, so I took him to the second to last mission, <laughs> which was. <laughs> Balls hard. Just throw him straight in. Yeah, well, we done it, and it was oh, it's just it's so much fun. Like, mm. I really mm. hope they 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 look at that and think, right, we can make a franchise out of this. I know it's not quite the Ghost Recon of old. Um, yeah, but I love it. I want the Wildlands too. Yeah, well, as we've said before, we probably get a Division Two first. Yeah, I think I prefer it over Division. I liked the Division as well. Mm. See, I'm. Like I said before, these are the Ubisoft aims their games at me, and it's like the scourge of the gaming industry. But I don't care <laughs> because they create such great multiplayer games. Their single player, their games are they're pretty pants. Yeah, um, well, we've not we've, all of them. Like Far Cry, I still quite like single player. Mm, mm. Um, some people like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, the Origins is looking pretty good. I got got to be honest. Yeah, it's, that's not far away. A mm. couple of weeks. And I've just got South Park this morning. Oh, nice. So I haven't had a chance to play it yet, so I've got no opinions on it yet, except for what I played at EGX, obviously. But yep. yeah. So I'm, my, my, I am refreshed from my holiday to now start playing some games again properly. Mm. Nice, man. Nice. Get back up to date. Sometimes it's, it's nice to have that break um, and sort of come back to it fresh. Uh, sometimes you can kind of, even with an extensive game library, you can still sit yeah. there and think, what do I play? You know, whether you've got multiple consoles, whether you're also on Steam, you know, you, you could have hundreds of games just sort of sat there and just think to yourself, well, I'm not in the mood for that. I, I don't really fancy this. And just having a, a you know an extended break away from my, it kind of helps. My backlog is disgusting. Yeah, of games that I bought close to release for all that money and then never played. Mm. And then now you can see them on sale for like eight ninety nine, and yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, damn! Like I bought this on a two on release day. I haven't even loaded it up yet. Really? Which is ridiculous because I fucking I love Dishonored one. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's quite it's not stressful. But like I find certain games are quite taxing, and mm. when I'm knackered after a day, I don't want to play it. Um. Yeah, Resident Evil series, but I find that game so stressful to play that I haven't even finished seven mm. yet. But yeah. Have you have you thought about the Evil Within too? Uh, I definitely want to get on that as well. Yeah. Um, I I, ma- I basically made a choice between South Park and Evil Within two, and I went for South Park because sure. I couldn't afford both after having a wedding and a holiday away. But I <laughs> I will have Evil Within two by Christmas because I love the first one. Did you play the nice. first one? Uh, only really briefly. It's really good. Only the first maybe thirty minutes. I don't think it's scary for a survival horror game. I don't think it's mm. scary, but I did really like it. It felt like. It felt very similar to Resident Evil Four to me. Mm-hmm. Um, bit more, bit more messed up. Yeah, yeah, very bizarre. Nice, nice. Well, hopefully, when we do our Christmas special, you might have some thoughts. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely a Christmas we, game. Yeah, we should have had them now, really, shouldn't we? With uh, it being almost Halloween. Oh yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe Halloween's the time I actually go back and finish Resident Evil Seven. Or Outlast Two. I've also got that. <laughs> have you? Are you still got your um, your PlayStation Plus subscription? Uh, I haven't renewed it actually. No. I know because Amnesia's just come on, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. I might. I might renew it before the uh, months up. Yeah, Adel and I were talking about it last episode, and we sort of thought, well, it's the kind of like the perfect game for October, really, isn't it? Coming out with uh, with Halloween right at the end of the month gets people in the mood. Um, you know, you might pick up a few sort of spooky games up till then. You know, Soma, which Adel and I spoke about, is fantastic, really good. So, yeah, a, a good move on, on Sony's part to, to drop Amnesia Collection uh, this month. But with something like The Evil Within 2 coming out as well. I'm surprised they didn't uh, wait for Halloween for that, to be honest. 
Well, it came out on Friday the thirteenth, didn't it? Oh, that that's very true. That was that's very yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were a bit. Um, what's the right word? Dumbstruck, I suppose. Uh, you know, because most game releases come out on a Tuesday, and for this to come out on a Friday, everyone's thinking, oh, I don't, you know, why are they doing it on a Friday? They're obviously putting it out to die. No one cares about it. Think, yeah, but think about what the actual date is, and then you can see why they've why they've done it. It's a nice run up to Halloween you know people will have a couple of good weeks with it before sort of spooky time of the year and they've released it on a date which kind of makes sense thematically as yeah. well so you know I thought it was actually quite good marketing on their part was the uh, was the first Evil Within considered successful I can't remember now because it was 2014 wasn't it oh jeez uh, is that right I don't 2014 know. sounds right it was a while ago because I remember getting it it was one of the first games I got for my Xbox because I was a bit late yeah. I played it on the Xbox One I was a bit late joining this generation of consoles mm. and I'm sure it was one of the first ones I got I'm not sure can't remember no no I don't know um, it must have been successful enough to make a second one well uh, obviously you don't hear about the evil within a huge amount though I was quite surprised when the sequel was announced mm. um I felt like it came out and disappeared, and that was that. But hey, yeah. hey. no, definitely, I will grab that. We'll grab it. Good, good, nice. Well, I've still not played any PlayStation games. However, my insurance woes have all been sorted. They've finally paid me a certain value uh, for um, you know the purposes of picking up a new PlayStation. But it's taken so long. And I've been without it for so long that I am now thinking that I can probably last another few weeks and wait until Black Friday. But uh, all these games that you're going to miss out in the next couple of weeks. It's, yeah, it's proper I, game I'll, season. I'll make up for it. I'll make up for it. The one that I'm really looking forward to is Wolfenstein 2. So, I mean, it would probably have been out about a month um, by the time I actually pick a console up. Uh, but you think how cheap Wolfenstein, um, The New Order, and The Old Blood are on sale. So Wolfenstein might be one that I actually wait, a, you know, a, a longer sort of period of time uh, and pick it up sort of when it's on sale. It's, uh, you know, January, the Christmas period, it's it's a little quiet. And, you know, I'll have more time off then as well to be able to... Um, to play some games, so I think around about Christmas time is when I'm really going to have a lot of time to sink into into gaming. It's tough, isn't it? Like as 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 parents and mm. you know full time jobs and and so on go, you know you you look at the price tag of things, you look at your free time, and you're like, is it worth buying now or waiting? But then you, yeah. you kind of miss that conversation around the game. Completely, yeah. Uh, like yeah. I mean. The decision was made for me in the first place, but the reason that waiting for Horizon Zero Dawn has been so easy for me is because I didn't have the ability to play it before because I didn't have a PlayStation, mm-hmm. and and now that conversation's gone away. But when Frozen Worlds comes out, I'll be able to jump in and it'll be, uh, and I'll, I'll have the whole lot to play, and at yeah, a marginal yeah. price as well, I'd imagine. Mm. Well, you'd hope. I, well, I'd like to think so. Well, you can buy the collector's edition. I don't know how much it's going to be... The, the sort of game of the year version yeah I would imagine that that's going to come out as a uh, a pretty standard retail price you know maybe 40 most of the time pounds, that's what like happens that. with game of the year editions isn't it they come out at a full price game mm. so like I mean like the current Fallout 4 game of the year it's been out a lot longer but that's priced at a normal retail game yeah so that's what I'm hoping with Horizon I might just get burned Maybe, maybe. I would imagine, I can't see it being any more than a full retail, uh, you know, 40 £42, something like that. Uh, because you're getting a game which is now going to be about nine months old. Um, you know, you can probably pick up second hand for, say, £20, £25, something like that. No, it's still Plus, going for 30-odd quid in the shop. Is it? Yeah. Mm. I, uh, I was looking at it in, in sex, or as I've yep. always called it, CEX, but apparently, CEX, yeah, apparently yeah. it is sex. Um they're, yeah, it's, I think it's still like thirty-two pound in there, thirty-three pound yeah. in there. So it just goes to show you how good the game is. It does, it does, and what I think the the, the DLC is going to be what twelve, maybe fifteen pounds, something like that. Yeah, I'd imagine. So. so having both of those packed in, you're probably looking at a value of about forty quid, I think. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, 
we'll, we'll have to wait and see when they actually release it. Um, but let's move on to the news. Adel and I only only recorded uh, what, a week ago, so we'd covered a couple of weeks worth of news. So we've only got a week's worth of news to get through, but there's still quite a lot to get into. Uh, so we shall begin, uh, and we're going to start off this week with PlayStation VR. I'm noticing a trend, Dave, that we're always talking about PlayStation VR. But that's a good thing. It means it's not dying. Very much. And to really reiterate that it's not dying, um, the first thing we're going to talk about is that there are 60-plus games coming to PlayStation VR from now until early 2018. Um, you can have a look at the full list on uh, the PlayStation blog, but they highlight a few games, some of which we've spoken about before, uh, like Bravo Team and The Inpatient. Uh, but during 2017, some of the bigger games coming out, you've got Doom, VFR. The F stands for fucking. I would imagine it's fucking, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. fucking R, virtual fucking R. Virtual fucking reality. Virtual fucking reality. That's it. That, that makes way more sense than both the ones I yep. said. Yep. <laughs> Good damn it. Um, you've also got Gran Turismo Sport. Mm. A game I haven't heard of called Megaton Rainfall. <laughs> I, I like the, the little write-up. Ever dreamed of being an indestructible superhero with the ability to fly at supersonic speeds? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Ever fantasised about saving Earth from an alien invasion? Well, now you mention it. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good uh, flavour text yeah. to get you interested in what the game is. I mean, I've only seen the title um, and some screens. don't actually know what you're going to be doing. It's got very um, War of the Worlds looking tripods and, and yes. sort of old style saucers going on there. So, mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. That, that screen alone, I'm assuming it's a game where you play as a Superman type character fighting off um, War of the Worlds type aliens. Yeah, yeah. Interesting to see how they do that in VR. Without making everyone sick. Yes. So flying around at supersonic speeds in VR does not sound appealing. <laughs> Won't lie. No, no. Uh, but we shall, uh, you know, see that one when it releases. It says 2017, so it'll be coming up very soon. Uh, we've also got Moss, uh, No Heroes Allowed, Abduction, Pixel Junk VR, Dead Hungry, Stifled and Skyrim VR. Uh, they're the big ones that the PlayStation blog... And the Impatient. Um, and the Impatient, yes, that they push um, for 2017. There's maybe another 30, 35, maybe 40 titles uh, that are other up-and-coming 2017 You're not going to go through the list? I'm not going to go through the list. Are you sure? You can go to PlayStation blog and have a look, yeah. yeah that's I'm going to jump into... Coming in 2018, um, you've got uh, Gollum, which is a PlayStation VR exclusive. Places you in a storybook world where you see the eyes of and take control over stone creatures in order to discover the connection between your family and the mysterious endless city you are in. Mm, Okay. Unfortunately, all of these are just a screenshot of either the game or the sort of title screen. Um, So we're not seeing what's, you know, what Gollum is actually going to be like. Um, But you've also got the American Dream, that's billed as a satirical VR trip through a 1950s world fair where guns are a part of the daily routine, including flipping burgers on a grill and assembling them for customers at your job. Sounds like that game you were playing at EGX. Uh, Treaty Free. Yep. Uh, what's funny is is the screenshot on that is literally some dude shooting a burger with his gun. So I guess you yep. got to shoot it to flip the burger on. That's quite cool. Uh, the Scrolling back up, the... Um, Pixel Junk VR Dead Hungry looks a bit like Shooty Fruity as well. It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that one looks like you're chucking food at zombies. I, I remember you saying with um, Shooty Fruity, it's, it's good that it's not just uh, a zombie shooter. Yeah, yeah. It's it, But then I would still like a zombie shooter too, so. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite, alright? Get out. Um, that's quite an impressive list. It is, it is. I mean, the... There's still maybe another 20 titles coming out in 2018 as well. One of which, VR. Penn and Teller VR, which has a subtitle, frankly, unfair, unkind, unnecessary, and underhanded, which is, is fair enough. Right. does include Desert Bus, though. What's Desert Bus? Uh, Desert Bus was a... Uh, 
a game that it's a it's a very old game. Was it oh, late eighties maybe? Yes. Where essentially you're driving a bus in real time. Yes. Across the desert. I do know what desert bus is. Yeah. Well, how random. That, that one seems very random. That one's that one when, when I was reading through the list, and you've got because every that's the problem with VR games is it's got like lots of 80s sounding games anyway, doesn't it? Like Dragonflight, yeah, yeah. Cold Iron, Blasts of the Universe. Like VR <laughs> games seems to have that ridiculous titles that we don't have in games these days, which is mm. fantastic. I don't care what anyone says. Um, and then you get to Penn and Teller VR, which I just think stands out like a sore thumb. Don't get me wrong. It does a little bit. I love Penn and Teller. I think they're funny. But do I want a VR game? I have to yeah. one to keep an eye on. Yeah, might be the game that makes me buy a PlayStation VR. <laughs> I hope it is. Yeah. I hope it's that good. I do. I, the more we talk about it each time, the more I am like slowly making my mind up that I will be getting one eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adel and I spoke last episode about um, PSVR getting a price drop. And a new revised headset in Japan. So we're kind of still waiting for a similar announcement over here. It's normally um, built-in headset, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. And Adel and I were thinking that maybe Paris Games Week will be the place to announce the European PSVR price drop. So you might find that coming into Christmas, we have something a little cheaper to uh, to look at. And maybe with the camera bundled in, you know, Something that's a little more tantalising, especially with all of these games coming out as well. Yeah, I'll let the wife know. Yes, definitely do that. Hopefully I have my PlayStation by then that I can sort of cajole mine into uh, picking it up for me. Who knows? Uh, the other piece of um, PlayStation VR news is I didn't even realise that PlayStation VR has been out for a year and they're currently suggesting that they have one million gamers on PlayStation VR. One million that have sold, or one million that are playing regularly? Oh, I'd imagine it's sold. I'd yeah. imagine it's sold. Like, Where in this article does it actually say? I'm not sure. I don't think it actually does. No, it just is in the headline. Uh, in the headline, it doesn't say anywhere else. Um, I, I'm I'm not surprised at the number too much because when when it came out, it sold quite well and it was hard to get yep. hold of so I, we knew it sold loads what i'd be more interested in is how many of those sold were kept true yeah very true um i think we were saying a couple of weeks ago that the only person we know still with a psvr is adult yeah that's not true oh no i've got my mate my mate space ginge he also has one nice okay okay did he pick one up on launch no he got one uh only about four or five months ago, but he was he's new to the PlayStation ecosystem too. Yep, okay. Nice. Well, they say in the article headline that um, it's one million gamers and counting. So, with price drops, with iterations on hardware, it is only going to keep selling, isn't it, really? Yeah, especially with uh, 60 games coming. Yes. Which will align yeah. anyone's fears that it is, it's dying. Completely. Let's jump to games and... Um, a new publishing label. I was going to start with this, but I had opened up my tabs in the wrong order. Uh, <laughs> Sony Music has created a new publishing label. This is reported on PlayStation Lifestyle. Uh, in the headline it says, and their first game is coming to Switch, which it is, but it's also coming to PlayStation 4 and PC. So it's a bit, um, a bit misleading. But Sony Music Entertainment have announced that they're starting a new game label called Unties. Uh, they've got maybe I think it's I've read that they've got three games um, that are currently being developed that they're going to um, publish. Uh, the first release is going to be a game called Tiny Metal, which is an Advance Wars style strategy game releasing on November the twenty first on PS four, Nintendo Switch, and PC, uh, which is developed by Area Thirty Five. We were chatting a little bit about this, Dave, and it seems. It seems odd that Sony Music Entertainment are bringing out a game label. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Sony works, like with its different sections. Um, yep. But you would think that Sony Music would would, would deal with Sony Music. Uh, yeah. 
and the gaming side of things would be dealt by the gaming side of things. But hey, who knows? It's very bizarre. It is. I I seem to remember reading somewhere that the sort of the PlayStation side of the Sony business is is doing much better than most of their other divisions. So whether they're trying to spread the wealth, spread the wealth exactly. Whether they think, well, Sony Music's doing okay, but it's not doing as well as it could. Let's give it a little bit of a boost. And it's very easy for them to just create their own publishing label to fall under the Sony Music Entertainment umbrella as such and for those figures to go towards the the takings of of SME. That kind of makes sense. But you'd hope that, you know, they've had a little bit of a, a, a staff move around as well and that at least some people at Sony Music Entertainment know what they're doing in terms of a game label. Yeah, odd. Uh, the, 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 the bit I found more interesting was the, the, the Tiny Metal Advance Wars style strategy game. Yeah. Because I fucking love Advance Wars. And it seems it seems like they're, they're jumping ahead of, of Nintendo by getting out a, a game like that before Nintendo gets sort of a, a Switch exclusive, either whether that's Advance Wars or uh, Advance Wars style I, game. Nintendo being Nintendo won't touch things that people want. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it is. It is really strange, interesting case. This whole situation. Yep. Um, the fact that it's not exclusive. The fact that it's the music. So it's just. It's bizarre. Mm, it's an odd turn of events, I suppose, for for Sony to sort of do. Because I only I only read this literally ten minutes before we came on, mm. um, and I even struggled just with the headline. Yeah, it's just such an odd. I just. <laughs> bizarre I'm really interested to see how this goes and where this goes or whether this is just mm. they bring these three games out and then write it off as a failure or or whether we're going to see you know I can't think of any other stuff of their little subsections yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have their um, motion sensor business yeah having their own gaming label yeah. maybe maybe Sony Pictures the movie side of things and probably they do have a hand, I would imagine, in some of their games. Maybe just do loads of movie tie-in yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Or they could just hurry up and get that Spider-Man out, just saying. That would be nice. Mm. Although yeah. not related to the uh, Spider-Man film. No, but... But, you know... Everyone's going to associate it with it. They will, yeah, <laughs> they will, they will. But I think that's why maybe they've... You know, it almost set it... A decent, or going to be releasing it a decent amount of time after the film, yeah, or before a new film comes out to make it its own product. Possibly, possibly. Speaking of PlayStation exclusives, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds, which is the DLC coming on the seventh of November, uh, has released a new trailer showing that it's going to be taking place in a location called The Cut, which I believe is above. Um, or is on Yellowstone National Park's uh, like super volcano. So it's kind of like a boreal wasteland um, to the north of the um, the original Horizon map. Do you think this is a good location for someone who hasn't played Horizon? It's very pretty. Yeah. Um, I know. It... <laughs> Like how how much of Horizon's original map was snowy, or is it was it not snowy? Was there any snow in the? There there was, but not a not a big amount. Because I just wondered how how different it's going to feel to people who've already played it. Um, I I like the look of it. I think it looks very um. Well, I would say Skyrimy, but it looks a hell of a lot better. Yes. Um, yeah, you do get that feel. Just a little bit when you when you you sort of because because the the trailer itself is just showing off the landscape more than anything. Yep. Um, yeah, I, it's definitely something I like. I like sort of frozen landscapes. Mm. So, uh, man, I just need to buy this bloody game. Yeah, man. I don't do. know if I can wait. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd get it now. Yeah, right now. Right. <laughs> well, let me see how quickly I blast through South Park. I've also got um, the original Divinity to get through as well, which is apparently a couple of hundred hours. So, <laughs> we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, no, it, it it's 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 very pretty. 
Very pretty. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least Destiny 2 has let go of you from its clutches yeah, but to, to be able to play some new things. Was it the expansion's coming in December, so... Yeah. <laughs> so the small reprieve. It is, it is, but it's plenty of time to get Horizon in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll have a little nice. bit more. Yeah, looking at, yeah. Looking at the, the sort of... Like, I've got the video up in front of me, but it's obviously paused. Looks like looks like there's dragons on it, which is probably helping my imagination of of Skyrim. Of Skyrim, yeah. And they're obviously not going to be dragons. I'd imagine they're some sort of flying robot, a flying robot dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, you did have oh, what were they called? Rip jaws in the first game, which were kind of kind of pterodactyl style, um, a little bit more uh, like a vulture almost. Yeah. Um, in the in the first game, uh, you also had Thunderhawks, which were absolutely massive uh, flying robot dinosaurs. Uh, one of the hardest dinosaurs to actually sort of um, you know fight in the game. You really had to be tooled up to to take one down. Uh, so whether it's it's one of those, whether it's something slightly different, having a look. It kind of looks a little bit like the Rip Jaws, but they're a bit too far away within the trailer to kind of accurately tell, really. I'd like to see some new dinosaurs. I'd love it if it's not just the same stuff. I imagine I imagine they would. Yeah. Surely. But I don't want them to release anything else for this game now. I don't want any more trailers. I don't want any more information. I just want to wait until it comes out and to experience any new content, any new dinosaurs... You know, as it's being played. Yeah, I just looked online to see how much it is. <laughs> it, uh, we could very well be coming into next week's episode, uh, well, two week time, with me having some experience with Horizon because yeah, um, um, the more and closer and closer we get into the Frozen Worlds, the more I'm like, yeah, I need, I need to play this game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It 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 is a fantastic game. Uh, I think for a lot of people it's going to be a Game of the Year contender. Well, this is definitely why I need to play it. Because if we're mm. going to have Game of the Year talk, I need to play some of the big hitters. I've, I've had a go on Zelda. Not enough to make that a decision. But the the only other big title I can think of this year that I haven't played is this one. Yeah, I'm I'm still banging the drum for Hellblade. I've not played that's, that either yet. Uh, that's that's still, I, I think, I didn't just realize picking Horizon for me. But. Whilst I was away, Hellblade did the um, mental health awareness... Uh, deal didn't they where where if you bought it on that day all proceeds was going to go to uh, a mental health charity yep. I perhaps if I'd seen that on the day in the UK I, I probably would have bit the bullet mm. so that's a shame it is so in very different news not exclusive PlayStation content but a PlayStation 3 emulator um, which is called RPCS3 has come out saying that they can now emulate PlayStation 3 games in resolutions far exceeding what the PlayStation 3 could handle. Uh, the article reported on Polygon suggests that the emulator's creators have said up to 10K resolutions. Uh, there is a video on the Polygon article uh, showing a few games, uh, Nino Kuni, Demon's Soul, Yakuza, all running at 4K and it's it's a pretty impressive video. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I've got it playing as we're talking. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty stunning. Um, just watching the, the Nino Kuni part where he zooms in on the screen in the top corner and then mm. and then transfers it from 720 to 4K is quite impressive. Yeah, definitely is definitely is. If you get so far as the um, the Demon Soul, oh, I, I did watch it through before we started, so I was just playing it so that I could. Uh, Talk about it as it went along. Yeah. There's some there's some lovely detailing on the character model on the chainmail. Um, you know how the armor actually looks, how it kind of stands out and stuff. But this is this is insane that some people have been able to to modify, you know, PS3 games to bring them up to a 4K resolution. So 10K. Well, yeah, 10K. We've 4K all got, what we've all got 10K capable computers. Um, yeah. <laughs> ready to ready to try this simulator out. Um, I think it just sort of highlights that perhaps uh, Sony should hire these people and get them to do the same for, for bringing some of the PS3 games to PS4. 
it would be an interesting uh, concept, an interesting way to do it. Um, I, obviously, I, the architecture of the PlayStation 4 and a PC is, is completely different, so getting the emulator to work is, is a pipe dream, but still. Well, I mean, they're not, they're not that different these days. Uh, the, 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 it depends how the emulator is, is working, I suppose. PlayStation 4 and the PC aren't all that different in comparison to what PlayStation 3 was true. to almost everything else. But I remember I downloaded a um, a third-party made streaming program that you could run your PlayStation 4 through your PC on, and it was reported on, and maybe a month later, maybe not even that long, Sony had released their own version of this. Uh, I don't know whether it was anything to do with the, the, the people who made this, this third-party sort of program, uh, whether Sony already had it in development, whether it was just something they saw and went, we could do that. But. I mean, if it was if it was that short period of time, I'd imagine it, it was already in development. Surely. Well, either it's already in development or they turned around and just bought the rights to it. Or that. Or that. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see you know, what Sony do with this. This is the first time I've heard of... Um, of RPCS three, yeah, me too, and I'm, I'm, I'm I know it, it's a bit of a grey subject emulation in general. Um, mm. I'm quite a fan of emulators for the older games. Uh, you know, recently going on holiday, I took uh, I've got a little a device, a GPD XD, which is great for emulating, but that's for mm. emulating, you know, your old NES and SNES and Game Boy classics, um, rather than me carting about carts and cables and things. It just makes life easier. Yeah, yeah. I still think PlayStation 3's still like modern enough that emulating it feels bad, if that makes sense. Okay. I don't know why I can justify emulating older games to sort of more recent games. Maybe because the older games a lot of times are harder to get hold of, but these days you yeah. can still get a PlayStation 3 quite easily and still pick up the games for dirt cheap. We, uh, of course, but obviously all of the games that you're emulating you own, so... Of course. Um, but, that said, I do think one of the big glaring omissions from the PlayStation, I think we've mentioned it before, from the PlayStation 4 is that backwards capability. That, yep. you know, this is very similar to Xbox's backwards capability, that you're basically emulating an, uh, an Xbox 360 on the Xbox One to play Xbox 360 games. Mm. This is, you know, this... This is basically that on a PC. If they can get that on the PlayStation 4, I will throw my money at you. Because I missed... Yeah. I did have a PS3, but I missed... And I never... You know, I'm a, I'm a quite a big RPG fan. I never played Nino Kuni. I did. I love Nino Kuni. It's a great game. So if you, you get that working on my PlayStation 4, I, I will... I'll definitely play it. Did they remaster that, actually? Yeah. Thinking about it. Uh, it's not been remastered. I'm pretty sure it's, it's probably available on PlayStation Now, though. Well... We've spoken about PlayStation now. I'm not the biggest PlayStation now fan. Uh, mm. I'm not. So it's a difficult one. I'd rather own my backwards compatible titles and stream them mm. at a subscription price, especially as I'm not a fan of that price. Yeah. And um, what was yeah. it? It was, it's twenty pound a month, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's not quite that much, but sixteen pound a month. Something Still, like that. when you add that on top of the, the your monthly PlayStation now, uh, not now. God. PS Plus. PS Plus. Yeah, completely gone from my head then. Mm. Um, yeah, it's quite a lot. They, they've got a similar service on the Xbox Game Pass. I'm not paying for that either because I'd rather. Yeah. I'd rather just. These games are so cheap to just buy in a shop now. Mm. It doesn't make sense for me to. You know. Uh, I just. I just want PlayStation to look at this and go, "Let's do that then." Yeah. I don't even yeah. need it in 4K. I don't need it. I, I just. You know. I don't have you a just PS3. Want the base anymore. Emulator. My PS3 died a long time ago. Mm. And yeah, there's some games I'd like to revisit. Some games that I missed. Mm. Mm. Definitely something like um, Demon Souls as well, which was the the kind of like the start of that franchise, the start yeah. of that series, is fantastic. I think in some ways it's better than Dark Souls and you know uh, those 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 three Dark Souls games. But it's not available anywhere else, mm. so you'd have to have a PS3 currently to play it or this emulator so I'd love to know what the because uh, the, the article doesn't go into too much details on what, what you actually need to run it uh, I would definitely mm. love to know what what you you know I'd imagine you'd need quite a beast of a rig 
you might do. I know on, on the Polygon article itself, um, there is a link at the bottom which takes you to um, a blog post. Um, it says more examples of RPCS3's new features are available at this blog post. Uh, I've not clicked on it, but I would imagine it probably takes you to their website. Yeah, I'm still scrolling through it. It's still not giving me specs, but it's giving me a lot more screenshots to dribble over. <laughs> uh, there is a Patreon and a YouTube channel, and hmm. More investigation needed hmm. for another yeah, time, perhaps. Um, though, if it gets too much sort of, you know, well known, I'm sure Sony might have to step in and be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, possibly. Uh, it's quite hard to stop emulators these days because as soon as you take it down, it pops up somewhere else. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the internet, man. Yeah. It's everywhere. Let's talk about something Sony should stop. And this is awful, awful limited edition console <laughs> designs. So this should be a feature now for us. Because, I mean, I was on last week, but there wasn't, there wasn't a special edition last week, was there? Oh, I, I listened to last week's podcast. No, I, don't I don't remember you talking about... Uh, the week before, uh, the episode before that was... The Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter one. Then before that, yeah. it was the the Battlefield one. No, no Call of Duty. Call that Duty. was it. Um, this week it's Star Wars, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? If it didn't have the Infernal logo in the middle, it wouldn't be too bad. That red, oh. that red stands out like a sore thumb. Uh, Inferno Squad, isn't it? Uh, it, yeah, yeah, I think if they'd have just picked um, the Imperial or the Alliance insignia and just had that as a central insignia on the console, you know, they, they bring up well, two. See that you can pick your side as such. I think that would have been a lot better. Or you have the you have the Imperial one as PS4 Pro because what they've, there's two versions. If you scroll down, like the the PS yes. the, the, the the standard PS4 is in grey, which is even mm-hmm. uglier. Um, and yeah. that big bugbear of having a controller that does not match your console, uh-huh. the controller is still the same one from the PS4. It's black, so yep. you're failing there again. Sort your life out. Um, but yeah, I think you, you're right. You should have had one of them, the PS4 Pro. You should have the Imperial logo and the the the, the standard, the the Rebels, mm. would make more sense to me. Yeah, it would. It um, would. It's a it's a good way of thinking about it. Having the two different uh, skews. The Empire did nothing wrong, so they should have the more superior PlayStation. Oh, of of course, of course. Maybe we won't go into that uh, here. Yeah. Uh, but even the controller itself, it's it's just not very good. No. It's just a bit. It's a bit boring. I mean, those those little insignias. On the grips, they're going to wear off pretty quickly, aren't they? I'd imagine so. Yeah, but that'd yeah, be I can, probably be a benefit. Maybe you know the having Star Wars repeated continuously on the touchpad is okay. That's kind of a nice touch. I didn't see that. You got to look real close. Yeah, I need to zoom in. Hold on. It's not letting me. Oh, I've broken <laughs> it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, I don't like the big Star Wars logo on the bottom of the PS4 Pro being in white. Like if that was in, like the grey version, it's just in a darker grey. Whereas the top one, it's in in a white sort of colour. Looks a bit stands out yeah, a bit not, too much. It might be the same sort of um, off white, almost grey as the insignias on the top. Yeah, it's, because of the angle of the photo, it looks a little lighter. Mm, no, that's more. Uh, PlayStation, what do you call them? Oh God, I'm, I'm losing me words today. That's another limited edition we'll put in the bin pile, shall we? It is, yeah. yeah. Um, I think all of them have gone in the bin pile. So far, they are giving me more and more reasons to write a uh, the worst limited edition PlayStations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure whether this is just limited to PlayStation. No, off of my head, I can't think of any. Other limited edition sort of decaled consoles. I remember uh, we're going back a long time. So uh, do you remember the the GameCube used to have you could change the the little circle bit mm. in the middle to different types. Um, I remember getting a 
skin set. I think it was either with the magazine or it was with the game that came out, and it was a, a Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventures skin set and mm-hmm. little thing in the middle, and it was hideous. And I put it on, and it just <laughs> ruined my. Because after about a year, I was like, "That's ugly." I couldn't sell it. Yeah. Couldn't peel it off without wrecking it. It was just. And ever since now, I just like that you're standard grey. You sounded black mm-hmm. of everything. Yeah, there are some mega yeah. ones out there. There are. I'm. I'm much more of a. Um, just, you know, I liked the original PS4 design. We had the matte and kind of like the gloss finishes yeah. on either side of the PlayStation 4, and, and it was just black. I like that. Just very simple, very God, sleek. We're boring. Well, you could say that. We are, we are boring. We are boring people. But it, it, it fits with my TV yeah. and everything else. So I don't even like the. You know, like when they bring out like limited edition white ones that everyone loses their minds over. Yes. I don't even like them. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not a white console. Definitely isn't for me. Um, was it the the Nintendo Wii came out as a white console at first, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I but then that was and the then only white thing underneath people's tellies for a long time. Did you see the black one? The black one looked quite nice. Yeah, the Wii U was black, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It went back to black. Yeah, and, and look yeah. how well the Wii U sold compared to the Wii just for it being black. That's true. That's that's true. Does that say something about society? Hmm. Probably not. Probably not. Let's move on. We've got a couple of news pieces on the up and coming Gran Turismo Sport. Uh, first, it looks like GT Sport is being implemented by the Lincolnshire Police Force as a little bit of a driving training tool. Uh, now, this article, which is published in The Telegraph, very specifically at the end says it's important to emphasise that exploring other methods such as this is not in any way seeking to substitute the rigorous training we already have in place, but is simply another way to potentially bolster existing programmes that our officers undertake. So. Uh, Police officers have been using GT Sport to improve their driving skills in a safe environment using, you know, the base game and uh, the VR version. And they've done so by um, driving around um, Silverstone, seeing what their time is, and then practicing the course on GT Sport and going back out and doing a second lap um, in the car on Silverstone. And... It suggests that um, after practice, officers shaved up to seven, uh, 5.7 seconds on their original lap time, collectively saving 14 seconds together. It seems... Like they're having it, a lot of fun? Well, it seems like they're having a lot of fun, but it kind of just makes sense that something like this, a game which is trying to be like the real driving simulator is able to be used as kind of a learning tool as well as a game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mean this is a new thing either. I would imagine they have um, simulators in the past. I think now they're just replacing mm. the simulator with, with, a, with a PlayStation, which, you know... Uh, the the booths at uh, EGX that, that they were showing GT Sport off were pretty realistic, um, yeah. the little setup they had. So it, it does make a lot of sense. You put a VR headset on... You're, you're you're pretty close to the real thing. Obviously, you're never gonna be the real thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if my job was like, would you like to to, you know, actually I won't make that joke because it's really inappropriate. But if they were like, do you want to play GT Sport to practice your driving? I'd be all up for it. Yeah, yeah. We'll send you around Silverstone just to double check yeah. that it's worked. Yeah, sounds <laughs> like mm. a good idea. It's win-win for everyone. It's just similar to the. Um, the, the story not long about where they were using Grand Theft Auto to teach the Google cars to self-drive. Remember that one? No. Did you not? Yeah, so I think it was Google cars. So they were using basically the, the city of GTA and, you know, the, the mechanics and the other drivers and that to train AI to drive. That's but brilliant. that was more to do with dealing with traffic lights and other cars on the road and so on mm-hmm. rather than, you know, the realistic driving part. So, yeah, yeah uh, games can be used for, you know, more practical reasons all the time. Uh, the, you know, the whole thing with the VR, another story that I might be misremembering a little bit, but they were using VR to train 
surgeons for certain things not actual operations mm. but just locations of organs and things you know as we get more innovative stuff you know your vrs your full-blown car seats and everything it makes sense that we can use them in in more than just recreational stuff doesn't it yeah yeah it, it does seem like a the best kind of technology to start doing educational tools uh, for because you can be fully immersed in in what you're doing really uh, I, I remember um, Adol, Lucy and I on a Tanks Up episode um, we were talking about um, VR being used to help people with dementia um, and giving sort of like different experiences um, and not just to help people with dementia but also to help people who uh, look after people with dementia sort of go a little way in understanding what it's like to have it you know through a, a VR experience almost and you think of games like Hellblade which have had a lot of research into um, you know a lot of psychotic disorders psychosis coming out that we're only going to get more invested in yeah. these kind of experiences um, and maybe sort of educational tools and stuff so it kind of makes sense that, that PSVR you know want to get a, a hand in that we've seen it in um, in other media do you remember I won't spoil the, the particular episode but I don't know, do you ever watch Black Mirror yes there's a particular episode where mm-hmm. um, some elderly people are living out I wouldn't say fantasies but they're living out a younger life in VR yep. whilst in a, in a in a home Um, and I always thought that was really interesting because if I was older and perhaps didn't have the freedom to to get about like I used to I could absolutely see myself retreating into a sort of virtual world I mean obviously I'm only 28 29 now mm-hmm. I hope it comes a long way in the next 30 years so I can do that but yeah it makes complete sense that we would use it for all sorts really as long as people just aren't scared of technology that's true yeah yeah definitely so we'll move on to more GT Sport news. Um, this is also reported in the Telegraph as well, but it's that Lewis Hamilton, the Formula One racing driver, will appear in GT Sport as a driving mentor. Um, the article itself suggests that um, Lewis Hamilton, um, his involvement with GT Sport is driving footage theories and episodes which will be available. Um, and the trailer which came out for this says you'll be able to watch him set reference lap times um, and a key part of his advice uh, looks to come in, the, in his own experience of playing the game rather than him just being like oh hey you could do this or you could do this you know, it's actually his experience playing to try and help you out become a better driver in GT Sport <sighs> yeah yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, we've just been singing GT Sports praise. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm really not a racing. You know, the only racing games I've really enjoyed are like Burnout and things like that. So the more realistic racing games don't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not really into Formula One. So I know Lewis Hamilton's name. I couldn't point yep. him out in a crowd. <laughs> it's just. It's just not an interest of mine. So I mean, sure. I'm sure if you're an F1 fan who's really looking for GT Sport, this might get you excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like you telling me that so and so in a football team is going to be a mentor in the next FIFA. It just I have no comments on it because <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, have no interest fair. in that. But so yeah, it's cool. It's, it's cool, I suppose. Yeah, I, I, we we seem to be getting a lot more celebrity. When is GT Sport out? Video games. GT Sport is out. It is tomorrow. Out. It's out. Right, I oh, tomorrow when we record, so it'll be the day of publishing. Right on the eighteenth of October. So, and we didn't know that Lewis Hamilton was going to be in it until now? No, um, a, uh, a trailer released um, just after the, the end of the limited time demo. Which I agree with you from last week, which is odd. It is odd to have a limited time demo rather than just release a demo. Yeah. Or it, call it a beta. I know, yeah, I know Ada yes. went into this whole talk about, well, it's not really a beta, we're slapping that label on. It, that label's evolved to mean test now hasn't it, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has essentially so, well it, it, it's always been a test before but it's been a test of a certain stage of a game yeah. build hasn't it yeah whereas now it's it's definitely 
used as a much more broader um, label. Which for I don't see a problem tests. with. They should have just called this time limited demo. Let's not keep muddying the waters with all these. You know, this is, don't take a leaf out of Xbox's book and call everything an exclusive if it's not an exclusive. <laughs> time limited demo. No, it was it was a beta. You just wanted to test stress test your, your servers, which is fine. Do it at a weekend like a normal person. Yep. Um, but I don't get time limited demos because the game's out now. If I thought, oh, I wouldn't mind giving it a try, and I can't because the demo's over, it's like, well, what was the point? True. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You've you've missed out. Yeah. On. I was away. Um, you know that little taster of the game. I mean, I had no intention of playing the demo, but I would still have liked the opportunity. Hmm. Definitely. I think if they came out with a little demo, which is maybe just a couple of laps of a track, just to give people a taste for it, yeah, uh, they definitely should. I miss just to see. I miss you know, like if, demos are great. Mm. I, I love I love demos for everything. The the Doom demo made me want to buy Doom, and yep. you know, just I don't understand limiting your demo. It just seems weird. It does. It does. Oh well, it's gone now. Yeah. Hopefully, never to be repeated. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's not a fucking phase that comes in a little trend. No, hopefully not. We'll we'll move on to our last piece of news. However, um, I was wrong. GT Sport is actually out today on the seventeenth ah. of October, so it will be in shops when you listen to us. You might have already played Whenever it. Whenever you listen to us, yeah, you might have played and it. And if you're not, don't you may be playing it right you now. Don't think you can play the demo to try it out. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> Tell us, is Lewis Hamilton? A hindrance, or is he actually helpful? Is he in it? Well, yeah. Is it just his voice? <laughs> is, he... is he stood there? Is he a VR character? Who knows? Who knows? Someone will. So yes, we'll move on to our last news story for the episode. Um, and this is probably the biggest yet smallest news story. It's about the biggest game everyone's hyped for, but it's almost pretty meaningless um, The Last of Us Part 2 may have had a release year leaked or at least alluded to oh dear oh dear um, I can't remember the gentleman's name it's gone it's not appearing in the article I can't scroll my computer because the article will not load as quickly as I'm scrolling through it for fuck's sake. All of this will be cut, don't worry. Just... <laughs> My mind's completely frozen. There we go. Has it? Yeah. Right, we're good. I need to fucking right. sort this computer out. Yeah. Here we go. So, uh, Gustavo Santalala, who was the composer for The Last of Us. So, what um, was his name? Is a... Gustavo Santalala. Okay. Santaulala, I, I... Uh, Argentinian composer. I'm just going to do what you say. Yep. He's uh, he's also the composer for The Last of Us Part Two, and in a recent uh, interview with an Argentinian radio station, uh, Vortex, he suggested um, that the well, this article, which is on Trusted Reviews, says um, the title. He suggested that the title is planned to launch exclusively for PS4 in 2019. Now, I read another article somewhere else, which elaborates a little bit on what he actually said and he said that he would be finished doing his work on the game in 2019 and didn't say anything uh, you know in the actual translation about when the game would actually release uh, but he suggested that for a game of this scope um, it takes him about two years to do all of the composer uh, related work you know create all of the music um, and that he would be finished in 2019 that he has some um, concerts that he is currently um, doing during October of this year and then he is going straight to LA to work on music for The Last of Us Part 2 so I think it's kind of a bit of a blown out of proportion kind of story almost now he will have to compose all the DLC as well, I'd imagine. So, just because he's finishing mm. in 2019, it doesn't necessarily mean the base game wouldn't have come out, if that makes sense. True, yeah. Um, however, I'm pretty confident that the game's not coming out next year. Mm. I just... 
I don't know. I think I think they're nightmares, uh, Sony for for showing us games at, at the big events with no release date and then just dragging us along for for a long period of time. It's one of my main criticisms of them. Um, I I I, I still wish they hadn't shown us that because what was it? Two thousand sixteen, we first saw it. Yeah, uh, last PSX last year. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. And then we did. I'm sure we saw it at one of the E3s as well, didn't we? No, did they? Sh- they didn't show it this year's E3, did they? They didn't. know it was. It was only the um, the trailer of Joel walking into the yeah, house with dead plays, bodies and playing right. guitar. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I wish people would take a bigger leaf out of Bethesda's book of this game is coming in six months' time. Yeah. Um, I agree. I don't think this game is coming next year. It's just, I am so hyped for this game. It's unreal. Like the, the first one, I bought a PlayStation Four. Yeah, uh, and I know it. There are people out there that says it's overrated. I just think it's fantastic. It's got a great story, great atmosphere, mm. great dialogue, great gameplay, and I can't wait to jump back into that world. But I don't think I'm jumping back into that world this side of 2019. Unfortunately, I agree. I agree. Um, on trusted reviews, it also says just underneath um, where it talks about um, that date uh, it says Naughty Dog has revealed that The Last of Us Part 2 takes place five years after the original left off uh, now The Last of Us released in 2013 so if we take that five years literally it would suggest a 2018 release date and that would be perfect I think if they could bang it out for you know exactly five years and say hey this is exactly when it's happened after you're having this experience in exactly the same amount of time that's passed for the characters that would be fantastic it, but it, it would. games take a long time to make it does uh, so I think 2019 is a much more realistic what's, date what's Naughty, like, Naughty Dog been like with, with how, how, how long was the gap between Uncharted 3 and 4 Oh, I have no idea. It was quite big, though, was it? Because Uncharted Three was a, a PS3 game, wasn't it? Yes. And Uncharted Four only recently came out. Ooh, Uncharted Four was last year. Uh, recently, in terms of like the last year or so, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, it was, yeah. it was there. You go. It was May of 2016. Oh, really? Uncharted I thought 4. it was much. Yep. I, I know Lost Legacy came out recently. Perhaps that's why I thought it was more recent than that. Yeah, Uncharted Three was two thousand and eleven, so that's quite a gap. Mm. So they've got history of of taking a long time. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't want them to rush it. I want them to take their time and release the game when it's ready. You know. Yep. Um, I just don't want them to tell us about it. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I can see two thousand nineteen being right. Yeah. 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 I agree. And you know. If he finishes his music in 2019, then perhaps they, they're going to have everything complete before release, perhaps. Because, like I said, with the DLC in there, I'd imagine... But there was only one piece of DLC for the first game, wasn't there? That's right, yeah. So, I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. It's sort of I a non-story it that's just feeding more speculation, isn't it? Completely, but we love speculation. Hopefully, we'll have more news on it from PSX. I think if The Last of Us yeah, is going to be I don't, shown no, anywhere, it's going to be because they'll show us another little teaser trailer with no date on it, mm-hmm. and they will still not know anything about it. Oh, could you imagine if they end the conference and just the lights go down just on a 2019 date, just pop up at the end? Why do they need to do it so early? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like their their big games from that that E three, not last year, the year before. The big games were, what was it? And this year as well. To be fair, was Spider Man, God of War, uh, like Last of Us was was PlayStation Experience. And none of these games have got dates yet, have they? They've got they've got years. That's they that's got not dates. a date. Yeah. That's not that's like me saying oh, I'm I'm pretty sure Fallout Five is coming out in 2020. Like I'd imagine that'd be a good year for that next game to come out. 2020, 2021. That's not a date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a guess. I agree. It is. It. <laughs> Maybe an educated guess, but you're right, it is a guess. Yeah. Anyway. Let's finish, let's let's finish there on rumour and speculation. And slightly depressing. Well, no. it's kind of good, right? It's kind of okay. Mm. Maybe. Just maybe. 
I'm just going to play the first um, one again. <laughs> if you'd like to tell us um, the year you think The Last of Us Part Two is coming out, whether Lewis Hamilton is a help or a hindrance, or you know any other awful decaled limited edition consoles that you can think of, you can do so by jumping on Twitter uh, out of the X fire. Um, you can get me at Nova underscore 47. What are you, Dave? Uh, I am at Meaty Fishman. Yeah, at the Meaty Fishman, sorry. Yep. Uh, on Twitter. And what are you on PSN? Uh, Meaty Fishman 89 on PSN. And if if any of those sly Xbox listeners, you can have me at Meaty Fishman 89 on Xbox as well, but don't tell. Because <laughs> this is a PlayStation podcast. And same on Steam as well. <laughs> nice. Nice. Do it. Just add you on everything. Yeah. Why not? Uh, remember, you can go to outoflives.net to listen to other podcasts, to read the articles and all of the reactions and opinions to um, news uh, that we've been posting recently. Uh, I've just posted an article about the possibility of a trademark pointing towards a, a Nintendo Classic Mini Game Boy. Yeah. There's a lot of speculation in that piece as well. Yeah. And in fact, it's all speculation. So yeah, and if you want to try your hand at writing for our website, you should just tw- tweet us then as well, because we might oh, have a little idea. bit of space for someone to come yeah. along and write about why we think The Last of Us should not have been announced until we had a fucking release date. <laughs> <sighs> definitely, definitely. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get together in a couple of weeks to talk about some more PlayStation news. Uh, but for this week. Remember, Bethesda have said it best. It's fine to punch Nazis. That's how you're ending it. That's how I'm ending it, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs>